Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. This is what the beginning of this week looked like on news that Elon Musk had successfully acquired Twitter. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Lab's all set up, boss. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything. Make everyone look cooler. Just stick to the official statement and soon this will all be behind you. And now Mr. Stark has prepared a statement. He will not be taking any questions. I bought Twitter. Bringing you what's ignored, sensationalized, unbalanced, misleading, or just plain false, here's your media malfeasance for the final week of April. News of the Twitter takeover was plenty covered by legacy media, but was it covered fairly? Newsweek headlines with how to delete Twitter. And Brian Stelter makes the strangest analogy ever. Uh... If you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party? Or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea. There's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy not? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertiser? Was BS ever invited to a party? Party and rules seems like an oxymoron. CNN's deranged cousin MSNBC offers this take. If you own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. You mean like what Twitter controllers have been doing to your opposition and even censoring Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 election? Here's what Laura from Twitter had to say. A Musk-owned Twitter is one of the greatest threats to the 2022 and 2024 elections. We are effed if this happens. Oh, so they were influencing elections. 
Well, critics paint him as an authoritarian supervillain. Aren't authoritarians those who apply more control, not less? This genius poses this question. There is a problem with this idea of free speech, and that is, where is the limit? It's called free. Free speech. Any limit would be extremely limited. Musk spells out how he wants it applied, congruent with our laws. The First Amendment fundamentally protects speech that is unpopular, offensive, or even abhorrent. Here's the Washington Post. Elon Musk boosts criticism of Twitter execs, prompting online attacks. This is the same news outlet that just ran with an article doxing a private citizen with an anonymous account. And here's the online attack she got. An actual death threat. So it was WAPO itself that boosted criticism of libs of TikTok, prompting online attacks. How do these people have this little self-awareness? They say they're for fairness. You know, that careful balance of 98.7% for one side. And then when called out for their 2 a.m. immediate request for comment, WAPO edits their piece without so much as an editor's note. As I've said before, so much for retractions in today's unethical news delivery. FCC Commissioner Brennan Carr rejected calls for the FCC to step in and block Elon Musk from buying Twitter, saying it's a frivolous request and points out the irony. You go back to the New York Times. Uh, the editor there in the 1950s said that diversity of opinion is the lifeblood of our democracy. The moment that we insist that everyone think the same way we do, our democratic way of life is in danger. And now there's been such a fast pivot when it comes to that, and people want to shut down any divergent view. And it's not just this idea that they don't want to hear yeah. divergent views. They don't want those views to exist. They don't want people to be able to uh, exactly exchange right. political information. So now all of a sudden, the Biden administration cares about big tech influence. All right, right, folks, share that video at band.video. 1984 is here. The Ministry of Truth has launched. Isn't that the truth? And to make it especially Orwellian, the Ministry of Truth is here to preserve free speech. Yeah, you heard that right. We'll show you the video on the other side. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Harrison Smith, your host of The American Journal on Infowars.com and band.video. So glad you're here with us on this Monday morning. It's lucky that I got to host the Sunday evening show last night, Sunday Night Live on Infowars.com, because there's just too much to cover in one three-hour show. So I'm glad I've had five hours over the last two days try to get through some of what has happened over this weekend. Of course, one of the big things was the correspondence dinner. I played plenty of clips from that yesterday. So we'll, we'll avoid that topic mostly. But uh, good Lord, did I put the crew through the ringer this morning. 41 videos this morning. We're going to play as many as humanly possible here. There's also uh, around 58 stories that I gathered for today's program. We'll also get to as many of those as possible. But actually, I've, I've done something new. If you go to harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, I'm going to go ahead and start just posting links to all of the stories on today's program. So if you see something that I reference that you want to learn more about or you just spy a story on the desk that I don't even get to, but you want to read, read it for yourself, you can go to my Substack at harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, and I'll post that uh, before each show every morning. So that's where you can go to find more information about all of this news that we cover. And boys, there are a lot of news, lots of videos, taking your calls as well. But let's begin today, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. 
All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 2nd of May, 2022. On Saturday, this story broke, Antifa attacks Republican volunteers in Oregon. The attack happened around noon on the corner of 3rd Avenue in Maine during a rally for Republican Mayor Stan Pulliam of Sandy, Oregon, who's running for governor. And here you see the video of the black block dressed useful idiots waddling over with their black flags of chaos and death to rain terror and violence on these innocent mothers and fathers out campaigning for a Republican candidate for governor. You know, it's at least you can at least kind of understand when you have like the Proud Boys all coming in a block and they know they're going to meet Antifa and there's a scuffle of some sort. It's sort of to be expected in Portland since that city's run by far left psychopaths that allow their foot soldiers to run roughshod over the rule of law in that country. You kind of expect it when it's someone like the you know, group like the Proud Boys that's fit and ready to fight back. But that's not what's happening here. What's happening here is this is just a normal run of the mill conservative candidate for governor and his volunteers being viciously attacked by a bunch of rabid communists. This is the new world. I I hope we're getting used to it now. The police will be ruthlessly sicked on conservatives who dare to step out of bounds even a little bit. But even when you're playing in the rules, even when you are following all of the strictures that you need to when you're just out there peacefully campaigning with with your candidate's bus expect to be hit in the head with a rock by antifa uh the police will not stop and even if they do get arrested will be bailed out by millionaires and billionaires who will pay for their legal fees and get them back on the street and attacking you once again so free speech is dead hope we're learning this people who think well i'm just i'm not gonna be involved in the extreme stuff i'm just a i'm just a regular republican and i'll keep doing my business all right well Wear a helmet, you know, wear a helmet, uh, wear, wear a shield. Just be ready to be attacked by the foot soldiers of the establishment. Antifa mili- uh, militants proceeded to launch projectiles at the crowd that consisted of children and elderly participants, which included mortar-type fireworks. They also used noisemakers to drown out the group in an attempt to disrupt their freedom of speech. According to Portland Police Bureau, two people reported injuries from Antifa using mortar explosives. One adult male reported an injury to the hand, and an adult female complained of hearing loss. Antifa also allegedly filled balloons with paint and were thrown at people and vehicles. We'll cover a little bit more of that later as, of course, Antifa, as it swells and grows like a cancer there in Portland, it uh, is out there, just like cancer, attacking the healthy cells. It's also... Uh, targeted harassment of you know, young college girls for not uh, being complete communist stooges. They find their uh, apartment broken into and uh, st- stuff of theirs broken. This is, again, the world that the progressives are creating for us. Meanwhile, there was some positive action in Canada this time. Rolling thunder. Thousands converge on Ottawa. To support veterans, Trudeau dispatches army of officers. Friday night, thousands of Canadians took to the street to kick off Ottawa's Freedom Weekend. Citizens from throughout the country came to support today's veteran-organized motorcycle ride, Rolling Thunder. At the same time, others came to protest the state's remaining COVID measures. Some of the demonstrators had even been in the nation's capital since February's trucker freedom convoy. The bikers, many of whom are veterans in the Canadian military, came to the capital to reclaim their national war memorial, which Ottawa and Canadian authorities desecrated 
during the Freedom Convoy. Furthermore, officers forcibly removed the peaceful veterans from their own memorial. Fearing the rally would draw attention to their recent illegal mistreatment of the veterans and citizens during the Trucker Freedom Convoy, the mayor and Prime Minister Trudeau went to great lengths to stop it. Just, there, I think, you think you'll recognize that there's a theme throughout uh, all the stories in today's program. That is, uh, if you're on the right, even the most peaceful and reasonable protest you may want to hold will be considered terrorism and the authorities will do everything they can to stop it. If you're on the left, you can commit open violence and nobody will raise a hand against you. Also, we have this. With Russia's war in Ukraine, Kinzinger uh, introduces new authorization of military force. You know, during this program and I know a lot of others, Thomas Massey included, uh, keep, you know, raising hue and cry about the fact that the administration and the executive branch of the government has usurped for itself unilateral war-making capabilities. According to the Constitution, the Congress has to vote to get into any war, has to be a consensus to wage war overseas. That has largely gone away, and the executive branch now wages war with whoever it wants, whenever it wants, without even pretending to consult the legislative body. And we complain about this, and we say this isn't right. He's not allowed to just go wage war without consulting Congress. Now, the point of that was that there should be a debate and that probably at the end of the day, Congress, as representatives of the people, would not want to engage in this. Uh, apparently, Adam Kinzinger got the different message from that complaint. Apparently, when he heard we were saying, you know, Congress is the one that should make war, he was like, you're right. We should give total a blank check to the executive branch. You're right. They need our rubber stamp. They need our go-ahead to just go ahead and launch us into a greater world war because that's exactly what this is. Congressman Adam Kinzinger, who thinks he has a snowball's chance in hell against Donald Trump, the dude does live streams, gets like 14 viewers compared to the several million Donald Trump draws. Uh, He's delusional in more ways than one. But he announced his introduction of a joint resolution that would authorize the use of U.S. armed forces to defend against the to defend the territorial integrity of Ukraine in the event that Vladimir Putin escalates his unjust war against our democratic allies. This authorization for use of military force to defend America's allies resolution of 2022 would authorize the president of the United States to utilize our forces to respond to a scenario in which the Russian Federation uses chemical, biological, or nuclear weapons against Ukraine. And you know, of course, the spy state is just salivating at this at this idea. All they have to do is one hastily cobbled together false flag chemical attack, and it's off to war with Russia, direct confrontation between American forces and Russia, of course, spiraling out into a wider and ultimately world-destroying third world war. Thanks, Adam Kinzinger. Way to stand up for the Republicans, you absolute tool. Just total morons. Of course, when it comes to Ukraine, nothing we've heard about it has been true even in the slightest they're not even democratic we'll show you videos a little bit later of people being arrested for posting memes there in ukraine and now ukraine admits that the ghost of kiev was essential propaganda to boost morale the ghost of kiev was one of the most oft-repeated stories in the early part of russia's war with ukraine western media outlets television anchors politicians ukrainian flag and bio bros yes morons around the spectrum unsparingly literate uh, littered Social media outlets with tales of a secret super pilot that was knocking dozens of just, uh, Russian jets out of the sky. And, of course, this was, this was just a lie. And amazingly, the response you get on Twitter is people saying, it was the lie that we needed right now. It may have been a lie, but it was real in my heart. Uh, okay. 
Finally of this, Mayorkas claims new DHS disinformation board will not monitor U.S. citizens. Also, this just in, the sky is red and dogs can fly. It's all as fake as you think it is. A riot's mom. Whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. Insurrections. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly. With practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps, the traitors know they can shut us down by force. But that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes. We need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death. Go now to InfoWarStore.com. I designed over 200 t-shirts in the last 25 years. And we have some of those original designs still for sale at InfoWarStore.com. These are real classics. But ladies and gentlemen... They're all about to be limited edition because we're selling out of them. They're about to be history, and we're selling out of the hoodies, the ball caps, the T-shirts, all these amazing designs at cost InfoWarsTour.com, except for this fundraiser shirt that is a real hit, and people love it. It's $24.95. Alex Jones is right on the front, the red Thunderbolt, and then again on the back, a big bolt, InfoWars.com. Exercise your First Amendment. Don't let the leftist and the globalist bullies silence you and fund the InfoWar at the same time. There is not a more politically incorrect shirt that sends a stronger message of freedom and resistance to the New World Order than the Alex Jones Was Right shirt, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And again, this shirt is limited edition as well. We're doing one more run and then no more. InfoWarsStore.com. Get yours today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. You support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Get your X2 today. Boost your iodine. Get the good halogens and reverse, in some part, the poisoning that has been done to you through the air, water, and soil being manipulated by our technocratic elite for decades to denude it and deprive it of the essential components that we need to live. So you can't get it from your food anymore. Certainly can't get it from tap water. You have to supplement, and the best way to do that is go to InfoWarsStore.com. And now is the best time to do it, as it may be the last time, as, yes, we are entering into four full Orwellian nightmare world. But don't worry, folks. Mayorkas claims the new DHS disinformation board will not monitor U.S. citizens. I talked about this pretty extensively on yesterday's Sunday show. We can still get into some of it because, of course, we laid out the – I did a little thought experiment. You know, What if this wasn't true? What if Alejandro Mayorkas is, is lying to us right now? What would happen? Well, they'd create the board. It'll spy on American citizens. They'll hide it 
as best they can until it eventually comes out. He'll be summoned to the Senate or the Congress to testify. He'll lie to their faces, and then it will continue because we've seen this before with the NSA. NSA promised, swore up and down its data collection capabilities would not be used against American citizens. Then it was. Then they called the leadership in front. They asked them about it. They said, "Uh, not intentionally. No, never, never. We never sweep up Americans' information. Then, of course, they were. Nothing happened, and they continue to sweep up that information to this day. This is how these people operate. But, of course, my orcas went on a, a litany of Sunday shows yesterday and over the weekend to uh, defend the Ministry of Truth, specifically Nina Jankowitz. And again, yesterday I went on a bit of a, a, bit of a ramble about it, but they were uh, – he was asked about this, and he, he guaranteed us that Jankowitz is eminently qualified, a renowned expert in the field of disinformation, which of course is not the issue. It's not the issue. The issue is that the board exists at all. The issue is that the government is now openly – creating entire, entire new branches of the Homeland Security Department in order to go after people's opinions, go after their ability to speak freely. That's the big issue here. My buddy yesterday is like, it's like they're telling you that they're going to tie you to a table and cut your heart out while it's still beating, but they're assuring you that the surgeon is the best in the world. Oh, she's eminently qualified to murder you, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about... The fact that what she's doing is despicable and completely against the Constitution, totally illegal, and a number of other things you could say about what's going on. That's the issue. It's not how qualified she is. It's just ridiculous. Marcus said, I don't question her objectivity. There are people in the department who have a diverse range of views, and they're incredibly dedicated to mission. We're not the opinion police, he told Bear. No, the opinion police will be a subset. It'll be a specific uh, task force that are the opinion police. <laughs> it's like we're not the opinion police. <laughs> Just wearing a badge, opinion police on it. Mm, okay, right, of course. Of course, we totally believe you. Person openly destroying our country at this very moment. Person who has made it his mission to open the border to everyone who can scrabble across in order to receive a free cell phone and a bag of cash and a one-way ticket further into the country. Yeah, Alejandro Mayorkas assures us he's working for the American people. Just absurd. Mayorkas responded, So what it does is to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence, which is really the, the big issue here, right? It's the connectivity between the threats and acts of violence. And they don't mean threats as in, People saying, I'm going to kill you and then going out and doing it, they mean threats as in the information. See, the information is threatening to them because basically in their calculus, it's if people expose that we're lying, that's going to make people mad. If people get mad at us, they might do violence with us. Therefore, to stop people doing violence against us, we have to stop people from exposing what we're doing. We have to stop people from talking about us. We have to stop the truth from coming out because it's the truth that inspires people to hate us and see how bad we really are. That's the simple sort of algebraic equation they're going through, and they're shoving this down your throat. And it's this weird, bald, condescending worm that thinks he has a right to do this to us. Nothing has made me more extreme or prone to violent thoughts than hearing this man talk and the way that he's being treated by the media. You want to know who's causing people to be extreme here in America? It's you people being endlessly destructive to the constitution it's just amazing 
He's like, they're not going to have any operational authority. No, no, we've got boots on the ground for that. Maybe I don't have the actual quote here. Let's go to this video so we can actually hear the quote for yourself because it, it's, it's almost too much to believe, but we, we, have, the, we have the video. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, see exactly uh, what's going on here. CNN's Dana Bash presses Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas about the department creating a disinformation governance board. Clip number 30, please. Let's go. Let's talk about a, a different topic, which is uh, what you are calling, your department is calling the Disinformation Governance Board. You unveiled that uh, this week. Republicans are calling it Orwellian and comparing it to the Ministry of Truth in the novel 1984. Can you clarify what exactly is this? What exactly will this Disinformation Governance Board do? Will it monitor American citizens? Dan, I'm very pleased to do so. It, it, it's clear. I mean, th- those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, see, the, the criticisms uh, are disinformation, do. obviously. And um, I think we probably could have done a better job of communicating what it does and does not do. Oh, yeah, that's probably the, what the it was. The fact is that disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland is our responsibility to mm-hmm. address. And this department has been addressing it for years, throughout the years of the prior administration and an ongoing basis. Disinformation from Russia, right. China, We know Iran. the problems, but it's still not clear to me how this governance board will act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators because the board does not have operational authority. Will American citizens be monitored? No. Guarantee that. So what we do, we, we in the Department of Homeland Security don't monitor uh, American citizens. You don't. No, but we, we have our big tech partners do that. No, our, see, our big tech partners monitor, and we just get it from them wholesale without even having so much as a warrant to gather that information. See, our operators out there in the field, they'll be the ones doing this. The governance board is just there to give them direction. So it's just like, it's the most, you know, it's lawyer speak. It's rhetorical trickery. It doesn't take five and a half minutes to explain something that isn't corrupt and a lie, right? These people are just lying. It's just complete Orwellian lies telling you that the Disinformation Governance Board is there to protect your free speech and civil liberties. That's what Alejandro Mayorkas just said. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and the Governance Board is here to protect your free speech. It's absurd. If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the a sleep prince that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings 
And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public has lost, how the culture and the media has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their Great Reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen. This hardcore motherboard of the resistance. Yes, the Ministry of Truth is here. The Department of Homeland Security now has a new Disinformation Governance Board, DGB. It's like the KGB, but they're not even pretending anymore. <laughs> the, the Department, the uh, uh, Disinformation Governance Board is there to preserve your free speech, and don't you forget it. See, at least in 1984, they were like, the Ministry of Truth deals with lies. In this case, the Disinformation Governance Board is there to preserve your civil liberties. Talk about Orwellian. Ministry of Truth czar Nina Jankowitz has privated her TikTok. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder if she's getting all just terrible abuse from the people that she's desperate to silence and destroy their First Amendment. Nina Jankowitz, head of the Biden administration's new disinformation governance board, has removed her TikTok account from public viewing. Jankowitz in 2020 ironically claimed the process of verifying what's real or fake online should not be the domain of the executive branch of the government. Remember, that was in that was when uh, Trump was in charge of the executive branch. Things change. You know, when you've got Trump in office, you have to be resolutely and desperately and even in some cases schizophrenically paranoid about the overreach of the government controlling what people say. But now that Biden's in charge it's full steam ahead. Of course, Alejandro Mayorkas was also questioned about this. They asked, you know, are you comfortable with someone like Donald Trump having the reins of this disinformation board? And you can almost just see him like laughing, just being just thinking, it doesn't matter who the American people vote for. We've moved past that. That's not the stage that we're in anymore. Just because the American people vote for somebody to be in charge doesn't mean they're actually in charge. It means they're the figurehead that launders our statements from the deep state. To the American people. They're a puppet there for us. So it doesn't matter who's getting elected. Our people will remain in charge. It doesn't matter what the American people want. Our ideas will be the only ones legally permitted. That's the way the deep state works. You can vote for whoever the hell you want. You could flip people out every four years. You can do it every one year. Do it to your heart's content. The people at the head of the disinformation governance board will remain the same. And the orders that they take will, rem- will continue to come from outside of the elected official chain of command. While Jankowitz feels the need for privacy on her own personal accounts, she's on record publicly supporting Taylor Lorenz, the Washington Post journalist who docks the creator of the Libs of TikTok account. Because remember, when they say you will have no privacy, that's what they mean. You will have no privacy. They will have access at a root level to your phone and all of your communications, courtesy of big tech. They, however, will be completely shielded from any oversight over the people for which they uh, presumably serve. Now, people have been 
going through and documenting so much of what Nina Jankowitz has said before. Maybe that's why she wanted to start privating her accounts because her past statements reveal her despicable bias, her tyrannical tendencies, and her general unfitness for this particular office. So luckily, before she was able to private everything, people have gone through and found all sorts of statements from this woman that reveals all sorts of horrific things that are evidence that she is completely unqualified for this position and should be probably arrested for even daring to put herself up as the censor of all Americans. These people need to pay, okay? It's not enough just to stop this attempt, right? Because right now there's already, you know, things in Congress that's like, this bill will stop the, the Ministry of Truth from being enacted. Oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Even if you pass something saying you cannot have a disinformation governance board, you know what the liberals will do? They'll just be like, all right, well, then it'll just be a, a, a working section of you know, something we already have control of. We'll just do it anyway. It doesn't matter to them. It's not enough just to continually beat back these attacks, right? This isn't a, a football game where when the person gets tackled, you all reset at the line and, and go again and try again. And at the end of the day, you shake hands. They are trying to destroy our country. And if you want to stop them, that's good. That's a good start. I I wish the Republicans would try to just stop them more. But that's not enough. You can't just continually allow these people to try by hook and crook to destroy our Constitution, to override the amendments of the Bill of Rights and continue to just push this, this mission of destroying our civil liberties like you can't just continually fight this back you have to destroy these people you have to show them all right anybody who even tries to implement something like this will pay a severe price so the next person that thinks hey maybe we'll start a disinformation governance board so you know our views will be superior and we'll have actual you know legal basis to punish americans for disagreeing with us maybe they'll think twice because do you remember what happened to the last guy that tried to do that and this is a serious thing if, you know, it's it's like murder, but but worse. Murder only destroys one life. This is the murdering of freedom of speech for an entire country, the only country in the world that has a First Amendment and has freedom of speech and guarantees these rights to its people. Not even Canada, right? No other country in the world has what we have. That's why they're trying to destroy it. It's worse than murder, but like a murder, you don't just, you know, if someone tries to murder you, you don't just stop them from murdering you and go, whew, that was a close one. See you next time. Right. You don't just go, well, they didn't murder us this time. So no harm, no foul. No, you punish people for attempted murder. Like we need like we need some sort of charge of attempted tyranny in this country to stop these people and teach them a lesson. So as an example, just like any other crime, you punish criminals in part to get justice from the criminal that you're punishing. But also as an example to other criminals saying this is what will happen to you if you try to take advantage of an innocent person. So they're trying to take advantage of our country. They have to be made an example of for tyrants in the future so that they know what happens when you go after the civil liberties of Americans. Okay, just so we're clear. But again, many statements from Nina Jankowitz's past reveal what her real desires are with this new position. 
as Steve Saylor on Twitter reports, Biden's new minister of truth, Nina Jankowitz, is irate that some social media users are aware that the vice president of the United States launched her political career by becoming the mistress of Willie Brown, California's legendary speaker of the assembly for 14 years and mayor of San Francisco. This in relation to Nina Jankowitz's post saying here are the most prevalent keywords supporting gendered disinformation targeting the subjects of our study, including Kamala Harris, Ilhan Omar. Uh, Governor Whitmer and AOC. Women were targeted with abuse across party lines. The main giant word here, mistress, because, of course, Kamala Harris was the mistress of Willie Brown, as admitted, no uncertain terms, by Willie Brown himself. She got started as his mistress. She is a hoe. Joe and the hoe, that's the other one they have here. Heels up Kamala Harris, Kam- uh, Kamala, Kamala Sutra. Deep fake has literally nothing to do with sex or gender, but that's fine. Heels up Harris, horizontal here, Harris, headboard Harris, Kamala. You know, this has nothing to do with her being a woman. It has to do with her being a whore. Do you not understand this? It has to do with her being a piece of eye candy, you know, side piece on Montel Williams walking down the red carpet. It has to do with the fact that she is an embarrassment for this country and that she got started in her political career as an exchange for her sexual activity with Willie Brown. You understand that, right? That's what a whore is, somebody that gets paid for their sexual prowess, and that's what she was. That's how she got started, and that's what Willie Brown attests to in interviews. Should have grabbed the interview for this. But the point is not that Kamala Harris is a whore. That's a side note. The point is that calling her that reporting on her past and the verifiable admitted things that happened in the past is considered by this woman nina jankowitz to be disinformation because the point here is that disinformation has nothing to do with truth to be absolutely true they still consider it disinformation because it goes against them 100 verified admitted by all parties on video everywhere just not up for question at all they still call it disinformation why because it's gendered Okay, how many times did we hear about Donald Trump's sexual activity? It's a major topic of discussion for the last five years. That's not disinformation. That's good, of course. Just so you know, these are the new rules we're playing by, and they're completely made up on the spot by this idiot. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from Deep Earth Crystals, more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier. You have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 
231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click Follow, Share, Give, and Pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks we got some very serious news to get into just i'm just studying the charts over here i'll show them to you in just a second let's get back into exposing this woman nina jenkowitz let's just start referring to her as dolores umbridge since she's into harry potter maybe we can get through to her that way we try to talk on their level folks nina jenkowitz on twitter in 2020 said this anyway long story short i think we as a country might be too um free-spirited to put it diplomatically to comply with social distancing recommendations unless they're forced upon us so force away lock us down people are not taking this seriously just a just a petty tyrant on display yeah you know what she needs is more power you know what we need to give to Dolores Umbridge is oversight over the Disinformation Governance Board. She thinks Americans are just too free-spirited. Um, diplomatically, <laughs> um, putting it diplomatically, I'd say they're a little bit too free-spirited, okay? They're a little bit uncontrolled, all right? Maybe we need to force things on them. Maybe I should just use the power of the state to stomp on their throats until they're dead. <laughs> Maybe. It's so ridiculous. Revolver has an excellent story on this, posted on the 29th of April. Just when you thought the globalist American empire couldn't get more Orwellian, the Department of Homeland Security is here to make it all worse, they say. Given that DHS has become a de facto full-service travel agency for illegal aliens pouring over the border, it makes sense that that same agency would want to label any criticism of its policies as dangerous disinformation. And, of course, we played several videos yesterday on the Sunday evening show from Alejandro Mayorkas and from, you know, just a, a number of different characters in this. And every single one of them brought up Russia. Trevor Noah on the Correspondence Center, Nina Jankowitz herself. They all referenced the need for this new department, this governance oversight Ministry of Truth board because of the Russian disinformation we've experienced. They even referenced like, you know, the, the Russia investigation that went on for five years. Do you understand how Orwellian this truly is that the Russia collusion narrative with Donald Trump was so thoroughly eviscerated by the investigation that they should be embarrassed for ever bringing it up? I've said it before, but it's worth saying it again. Never in the history of America has a claim been so thoroughly and totally debunked than the Russia collusion with Donald Trump narrative. Never in the history of America has some claim 
been so thoroughly investigated for two years with an infinite budget and unrestricted access to the communication of Donald Trump and all of his inner circle and everyone he's ever met with. They came up with exactly nothing, with total zilch, zero, complete, empty-handed, nothingness, right? Has anything ever been so thoroughly investigated? Has anything ever had so much investigative resources thrown at it and come up with absolutely nothing and yet they still promote that theory as justifying the disinformation governance board which really tells you what it's all about because of course what did they say about the hunter biden laptop they said that was russian disinformation so when alejandro mayorkas says we will not be monitoring american citizens he says we'll only be going after russian disinformation that includes whatever the deep state deems as russian disinformation in many cases, being things that were never in the hands of Russians, came directly from the source, an American, and was presented without a filter and without you know, twisting it or spinning it at all directly to the American people. So they'll literally call photographic evidence of Americans doing things provided to an American by an American to an American newspaper about an American president. They call that Russian disinformation, and they use that to justify or to claim gives them the right to create the disinformation governance board. It's so Orwellian, it makes your head spin. But apparently the media and and other Americans just can't figure this out. They don't – they think this is good somehow. (laughs) And again, uh, this article goes through some pretty uh, damning statements by Nina Jankowicz. Things like this. The Facebook Oversight Board will announce its decision on whether to uphold the platform's post-January 6th ban on Donald Trump tomorrow. It will be, have momentous consequences for political speech around the world, but for countering disinfo, uh, dif, disinfo, it's somewhat of a distraction. A few years ago, the main thoroughfare near my neighborhood got realigned, and the country put in some nice landscaping, and it quickly got neglected and overgrown with leads, uh, weeds. A little sapling started growing, and by the fall, grown to be a plucky, woody weed tree. Oh, my God. This one is a, insufferable. Uh, she, she keeps talking about poison ivy and whatever nonsense. She says, being a good citizen that I am, I reported the unsightly weeds to the county. They dispatched an industrial lawn mowing crew that buzzed over the whole area, leaving a stump where a weedy sapling once stood, chopping up the poison ivy. Okay, so what is the point of this? It's like, yeah, I called the government to deal with this problem, and they made everything worse and destroyed something I love. Yeah, yeah that's what the government does, Nina. Needless to say, the next spring, my God, she keeps going on and on about this nonsense. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Gardens don't just grow. They require upkeep. The same is true of a social met network. Okay, so that was her point. That long rambling diatribe about her beloved tree that she called on the government to destroy uh, was all just a metaphor for social media company. An oddly apt one, I think. In this scenario, Trump is the weed tree that has lobbed off the surface, but the network of roots underground that will keep him and his rhetoric coming back. We're going to be paying a lot of attention to what the oversight board decides tomorrow, and autocrats around the world will be especially interested. But we should be clear the networks that gave rise to Trump and allowed January 6th to happen are much broader than one man. So now you get the point that it's not about taking out the one weed as she sees Donald Trump. She thinks the American people that supported and listened and followed Donald Trump are the network of roots that must be torn out and destroyed in order to stop the weed from ever coming back. This is the person who has been now been given that power by a man who has opened the American border to a million invaders in a single year, funded by the UN, brought to us by George Soros, paid by our own government with envelopes full of cash and free cell phones 
and a one-way ticket further into the country. That person who is openly and actively physically destroying the country right now has now appointed this embarrassing, cringy tyrant, big sister, Nina Jankowicz, to lead the Department of Homeland Security new disinformation governance board. Jankowitz loves to chastise the peasant masses for thinking they deserve free speech on big tech platforms. Didn't they read the terms of service? Don't they know this platform is owned by a private corporation? Nina's blathering about private corporations as fake posturing. In 2019, she loudly demanded that Congress intervene with more restriction and regulation of online speech. Here she is saying they're still confusing more speech with free speech. As virtually is always the case, the woman shrieking about disinformation hidden in every shadow and behind every potted plant is herself an avid purveyor of politically motivated lies. In 2020, Jankowitz joined every other shill of the deep state in calling Hunter Biden's obviously real laptop a Russian influence op. I mean, you know this. You get this. It's, it's so obvious you'd have to be blind not to see it. They are setting up an enforcement board to punish anybody who questions the endless lies of the deep state as they lie us into war, lie us into lockdown, and lie us into well, combat with one another and giving up our civil rights for some security against a monster that doesn't exist. Yes, this is all being predicated on the phantom, you know, Bigfoot-level conspiracy theory of white supremacy. Yes, there have been viewing, there have been some sightings of white supremacy deep in the woods, late at night, You can't quite catch it on camera, but it's out there, and people are sure of it. They believe wholeheartedly that it exists, and we have to have respect for that, obviously. So they've now uh, engaged us all in this snipe hunting expedition, and based on these falsehoods, they are now making legal to question the dictates of the deep state, which are almost universally completely and utterly false. I'll save some of this information for the, uh, the next segment. It's a shorter segment. We'll just give you a little taste here. Say, uh, Washington Post graph. <laughs> Measuring the level of party commitment to democracy. It's a very scientific chart. It shows the GOP's commitment to a democracy cratering, unfortunately, over time between highest and lowest. It's just, wow, shocking information. Democrats just continue to be totally awesome and the the GOP craters. You can tell how scientific it is by the way the graph looks. (laughs) It's just so retarded. Uh, So, yeah, we'll show some – I I put together some of my own graphs that will illustrate uh, the truth about the situation. And it will be just as informative and just as information-based as this graph is folks you have to laugh at this stuff because of how absurd it is but at the end of the day this is no joke they are instituting the ministry of truth they are going after our free speech they are taking a sledgehammer to the foundation of our liberties we seem to be the only ones fighting back with everything we've got infowarsstore.com I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Live products. And that's why for more than two years, we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again. 
until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients. We've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added. I mean, this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes. It's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt, and it just goes on and on. It is now back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, available at 20% off and free shipping out of the gates at InfoWarsStore.com. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Still a lot to talk about. We'll be taking your phone calls this hour. Uh, And we'll we'll move on from the freedom of speech stuff here in just a second. We still have the war in Ukraine to talk about, food shortages and food processing plants burning, leftist terror, the total collapse of law and order and everything else in this country. Just still a lot to get into. Let's stick for a moment on this chart provided by the Washington Post, posted on Twitter by The Last Contrarian. He says, we need to shut down the entire industry of data journalism until we know what the hell is going on. Here's the chart. Republican Party slides backwards towards authoritarianism. The level of party commitment to democracy, you can see here, a dramatic drop from the GOP. This from the Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness. The Dems, just totally steady, full marks, 100% commitment to democracy. The GOP, however, has fallen way off. What these numbers are based on, uh, nothing. No, there's there's no scale to the left. There's no, uh, what is that, x-axis uh, denomination to determine what the hell they're even basing this on. But this is the type of important reporting the Washington Post is into. And again, it's, it's almost impossible to tell uh, falsehood from truth anymore, you know, sarcasm and hyperbole from reality because Molly Zhang Fast, who's a blue checkmark leftist, calls this chart super informative and extremely worrying. Cheese for everyone on Twitter says, I can't tell if this is sarcasm. Probably right. Because the opposite, because it's the opposite of super informative. Like, I don't understand. Is this sarcasm or are people really this dumb? I'm truly baffled. There is no information on this map. This map is devoid of information. Uh, But this is where we are now. We live in a world where people can see two lines on a map representing nothing and go, wow, how informative. I'm blown away. I'm shocked. I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking. My four-year-old came up to me and said, why is the GOP so against democracy, mommy? Waving this this map and i had to explain to her what graphs were it was very complicated i don't remember actually how they work or what they're supposed to show i'm just scared by the red line i see so since this is the level of um, information gathering uh, the mainstream media is involved in i think you know why should infowars uh, be any less so I- i've i've made some other pretty shocking and informative charts here uh here we see this one it is uh stupidity 
over time and just a dramatic rise from the Democrats. I regret to inform you the Democrats are significantly more stupid than they were previously. Here with the GOP, you can see a a spike in stupidity around the time of the Iraq war. But since then, it's gone down a little bit. I I know, uh, shocking and very informative, uh, this this information I'm presenting. Uh, This is probably not going to come as a shock to most people. This is attractiveness over time. Here you can see the GOP's always been fairly well at the top. This was uh, when uh, Ron Paul was in his heyday, uh, as we know. He's uh, an absolute superstar. Dems, however, just hugely unattractive over time. It's a trend that continues, and this comes from the best science I could possibly make up. This information is verified by me just now when I drew it. Uh, Democrats have seen a, a moderate spike in attractiveness since the squad got elected. Now, remember, this is just physical attractiveness, so let's not judge their ideas, but this bump primarily can be contributed to the election uh, of AOC. Well, yes, yeah, she does look like a horse in certain uh, perspectives. All of that was taken into account while building this highly informative chart. Okay. Now, this is the real chart you need to understand, and this, of course, comes from uh, data I excruciatingly gathered over several seconds of drawing this map. It's the number of perverts, and this is a per 1,000 count, Uh, so this has been uh, regulated for population over time. Uh, And let's be honest, both parties have a fair amount of perverts. It's just that the Dems have always had more, and it's actually increasing how many of them are perverted freak weirdos. While the GOP, you see this massive drop as QAnon makes perversion one of its uh, main, you know, arguing points. So again, uh, these maps can be trusted just as much as the WAPO map. They have just as much information in them. Uh, They're just as trustworthy, just as meaningful. And I'm hoping the liberals that were tricked by that map will be tricked by this one. Stop being ugly, stupid people. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. So there's one thing you need to know. It's that it's no coincidence that all of this stuff is happening all at the same time. It's no coincidence that the Disinformation Governance Board is happening right now. It's no coincidence that COVID happened when it did. It's not a coincidence that all of these various and seemingly far-flung institutions and organizations are all working in concert to enact methods of control at exactly the same time in piecemeal fashion, piece by piece, building slowly but surely – the cage in which they plan to enslave us all, right? At the same time that you have this disinformation governance board coming up, you also have countries around the world and coalitions of countries like the EU announcing their digital ID plan. Now, we've discussed it before that the World Health Organization and the UN actually already conscripted telecom giant uh, T-something in uh, Germany. I can't remember exactly what the company was, but it's a German technology company that has now been contracted to create a worldwide digital ID based on the Chinese social credit score system. And that's being implemented by the World Health Organization. At the same time, later this month, they are expected to ratify the pandemic treaty that will give the WHO war powers in punishing countries that that don't go along with their dictates. At the same time, they're having World Economic Forum uh, gatherings titled 
the new world order and the global government system. It's coming. They are implementing it. Alex Jones has been warning you about it for years, and he got it 100% right. And now it's all being presented in quite stark reality. So just as a reminder of how this all works, we'll go first to clip number nine here, because China is already fully in the grip of their social credit score system. That determines every aspect of their daily life and their ability to engage in society, even in the slightest. Let's go now to uh, clip number nine. So how does China's data surveillance system work and how is it useful in a pandemic? It all starts with this, a national ID card. You need one to pretty much do anything in China, from buying a mobile phone to using any app. Everything you do leaves a data trail linked back to your ID. Uh, linked back to, to your digital ID. And of course, we know that this has to do with restricting free speech. It is about controlling what people see and using as a punishment mechanism restrictions on their ability to access services of any sort. And this, again, on the heels of not just the Digital Governance Board, but you also have this. United States and 60 global partners launched a declaration for the future of the Internet, reaffirming and recommitting its partners to a single global Internet, one that is truly open and fosters competition, privacy, and respect for human rights. 60 countries coming together to uh, partner up in this political commitment to, again, uh, limit and censor the ability for people to speak freely on the Internet. Italy recently enacted its Green Pass. We reported on that. The EU, of course, has said all 27 countries need to be in their digital ID system by July. Now you have this, Infowars.com, this morning. Macron introduces digital ID scheme for public and private sector services. Days after French President Macron's re-election, Prime Minister Jean Castex sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, confirmed the formation of a digital ID system dubbed the Digital Identity Guarantee Service. France announced a new system will operate via smartphone will be called, and will be called the Digital Identity Guarantee Service. The app will be an extension of the electronic Carte Nationale d'Identité <laughs> uh, and will authenticate a person's identity for granting access to both public and private sector services. Under the proposal, a smartphone's NFC reader will scan citizens' biometric identity cards. So again, this is being pushed worldwide at exactly the same time in coordinated fashion, much in the way that COVID-19 lockdowns were because it is not a single nation doing this. It is a coalition of international elements forcing this on the unwilling masses. One person is standing up against this, Kristen Terry's. He is a member of European Parliament. Clip number six here, it's him talking about exactly what's happening in Europe, and he's calling it the Chinification of Europe, the rollout of the smart citizen wallet and social credit systems. Here's this member of parliament sounding off against what his governmental body is enacting now. Uh, clearly, we are witnessing right now the Chinification of Europe because we see what is happening in China right now with the social credit score where the government is monitoring and uh, surveilling all the people from the beginning to end. Everything that they do, everything, everywhere where they walk, every, it's every, you know, they control everything and they, they, they watch everything. This is the example of a tyranny. When the government knows everything about you, where you go, what you eat, where you, where you enter, that's a tyrannical system. 
And we've seen the system being implemented right now under the leadership of Ursula von der Leyen, slowly but surely in the, in the, in the European Union. The green certificate was, was just the first step. There are a few more proposals right now under debate in the Parliament. The European Wallet ID, for example, the European Social Security Card, all these things that are creating a system that will monitor, control, supervise, and condition the rights of all the European citizens. Just yesterday, before yesterday actually, on Monday, in the plenary, we had the Commissioner for Work. And he said, well, we need the social, European Social Security card number, pass, as he called it, certificate, to facilitate the freedom of movement. You know we heard this before? With the green certificate. So they use this as the same narrative. And I invite you guys as journalists, just watch what they say and what they do. Because there's a 180 degree difference from what they say and what they promise and what they are committing to in front of the plenary and what the end result is. When the green certificate was implemented, again, the commissioner said on record that this is to facilitate the freedom of movement, and that's it. Even in the case that someone does not have this green certificate, the regulation allows you to freely travel from one country to another. The problem is when you arrive in a certain country, you will have to follow certain medical restrictions, you know, like quarantine and others. So from what we was told back then in April and May, look where we are right now. So I'm glad that you asked this question, and I invite all the journalists from Europe and from the world to see what is happening here, because we should not allow this. We should not forget that the European Union was created in a total opposition of the Soviet Union. Powerful stuff, and he's exactly right, and it is being implemented on a number of different levels. When we get back on the other side, I'll play a video by Dr. Robert Malone talking about how the WEF, in cooperation with the uh, World Health Organization, are the ones behind this and implementing this and using whether it's COVID or disinformation or the war with Ukraine or white supremacy in January 6th, whatever concocted imaginary crisis they need to either concoct or imagine, right? They either need to create it or exploit it, whatever method they need to use, whatever level of dishonesty they, they need to sink to, they're doing it. They're doing it now. They're doing it on various different levels. It's a multi-front psychological operation of total war against the ability of everybody on the globe to speak freely against the system that controls them. It is the most basic human right that was first codified by our founding fathers and then spread like wildfire around the world because of its clear superiority, not just ethically, but morally, and you know every other metric you want to measure it by. There's a reason that the first country in the history of the world to devolve its government into the representation of the free people of that country became the most successful, powerful country in the entire world, and every other country has at least in some way – you know, modified their own form of governments to match ours. And it's because the evidence of the success and goodness of freedom is overwhelming. And that's exactly the process they're trying to reverse now. That is the reset they're trying to achieve, is resetting to a time before this desire for human freedom and self-governance and a representative democracy. Uh, it's just a pipe dream. It was considered dangerous by some. Leave it up to the experts. Leave it up to the technocrats. Leave it up to the unelected 
international banking class to decide everything, and you just deal with it. Don't like it? Take your pills. You'll be happy soon enough. Go back. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance I get through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high-quality charcoal. Not only fluoride-free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. The war on free speech has begun with the attempt, with the goal of ultimate destruction of our ability to speak freely, not just as Americans, but everybody worldwide. Again, just laying out just a little bit of what has gone on in the last couple of months. You had uh, the Joe Rogan fatwa, right? People trying to get Joe Rogan kicked off of social media for daring to oppose the COVID mandates and restrictions for daring to have the temerity of actually platforming a highly respected doctor with expertise in the field who claimed things about the COVID vaccine that were detrimental to the profit margins of Pfizer and other big tech companies that was contradicted by the unelected bureaucrats at the World Health Organization. So he had to be destroyed. That's how we started this year. It was probably one of the first major stories of the year. But of course you have all of the failures of leftist media in the recent days. CNN folded, CNN Plus folded after about uh, three weeks. Netflix is laying off uh, writers and other uh, employees as they lose $42 billion after subscriber shock. Disney now pay $200 million a year extra in property taxes. The Obama podcast was so unsuccessful, Spotify didn't even renew it. They've tried everything they can. 
including hysterical shrieking to stop Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter with the promise to bring back some semblance of free speech on that platform. You also, of course, have the lawsuits against Alex Jones that are an existential threat to this company and yet everybody else. Like in 2018 when Alex Jones got kicked off of social media, seemed to think this is just something that's happening to him and they'll stop as soon as they're done destroying InfoWars as if they didn't learn their lesson at all. You also have Google rolling out the feature to correct you with woke inclusive language as they monitor in real time your private documents. You also have the Digital Services Act with Council and European Parliament provisional agreement for making the internet a safer space for European citizens. This in addition to the 60 country coalition headed by the Biden administration to again impose speech restrictions on the internet. You've got free speech champion Julian Assange now slated to be extradited to America where where he will face either a biased trial that will in kangaroo court fashion convict him of treason possibly face the death sentence or maybe he'll just commit suicide mysteriously when all the cameras are off and the guards asleep and he'll do it with a toilet paper roll or something equally nonsensical and questioning that will of course be disinformation probably russian and will be silenced and ignored by the mainstream media course you have the covid censorship that continues to be exposed you've got the big lie of the big lie in the january 6th peaceful protest that's resulted in people being imprisoned in solitary confinement for a year you've got the hunter biden laptop being confirmed by the new york times as if we needed their approval to know what was absolutely true and yet was called russian disinformation by 50 plus cia agents and other deep state monsters lurking in the shadows. You've got the lawfare taking place with Marjorie Taylor Greene being forced to sit through a grilling in a kangaroo show trial. She was forced to justify her Facebook likes as another warning to anybody that feels like they may be able to get elected and be a politician to stand up against the deep state. First, they will run you through the ringer and violate your free speech in an attempt to disqualify you from running, Madison Cawthorn also spoke up about the drug-fueled orgies that members of Congress engage in. And he's now been threatened with expulsion from the Congress using the excuse of insider trading while ignoring the hundreds of millions of dollars now sitting in the bank of career politician Nancy Pelosi. But again, it's another example. Even if you're a sitting congressperson, even if you're telling the truth – the empire will strike back and destroy you in the way that they did with Madison Cawthorn, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and even several America First GOP candidates in Tennessee that have been removed from the ballot by the GOP establishment. You, of course, have Libs of TikTok, the anonymous Twitter account, being doxxed by Taylor Lorenz, journalist at Washington Post, in another violation of free speech. You are allowed to be anonymous in this country. In fact, many of our uh, forefathers wrote anonymously under assumed pseudonyms for this exact purpose. But in the New World Order, if you oppose the regime, you will be identified and made a target for their useful idiot foot soldiers. Did you know Alexander Hamilton once wrote uh, diatribes denouncing Thomas Jefferson under the name Phocion the Good? Just an interesting uh, little piece of information that has nothing to do with my Twitter account. You also have, of course, 
this weird sample of re-education as part of punishment, which I would call cruel and unusual. People like a grandmother that was arrested for January 6th for wandering through the Capitol had to write an essay about the Holocaust to say how wrong she was and how bad she felt about taking that unapproved tour through the U.S. Capitol. What type of nonsense is this? Well, it's happening on a continual basis. The guy who was being punished for a hate crime for leaving tire tread marks on a crosswalk that was painted in rainbow colors has also been sentenced to have to write a 25-page essay about how great homosexuality is. It's thought crime re-education. It's happening here in America. It's cruel and unusual punishment. It's completely ridiculous, but it's because he's being punished for blasphemy against the state religion. Just so we're aware. Now, of course, they have the disinformation governance board. And that's just the latest, but of course, the top of all of this, the piece de resistance, the keystone of this structure is the digital ID. And again, it's no coincidence that all of these attacks against the First Amendment, all of these attempts by people in power in the political sphere or in the corporate sphere are all working together to enact this at exactly the same time that the COVID vaccine is being transformed before our very eyes into a digital ID social credit system. It's being enacted by every EU country and even adopted in Commonwealth countries like Australia. And do not doubt for a single second, it will be here very soon. Here I've, I've rambled on. I promised I was going to play this uh, Dr. Malone clip. I'll say that for the other side. And actually, it's good because we'll play that and we'll play a clip by Peter McCullough. So two COVID doctors talking about uh, where we are now and the fact that so much of this is being orchestrated and carried out by the exact same people that threw us into lockdown because it's all part of the same scheme and the same plan. It is the overarching conspiracy, the superlative conspiracy that InfoWars has been dissecting and exposing for decades. And if you want us to continue in this all-important work, then you need to support us as we fight back against these active measures and these full frontal attacks that are taking place against us by the deep state and their cronies in big tech. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Share the links if that's all you can do. Tell people about us. Put the bumper stickers around. But if you can, we would so appreciate any support you can offer at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the X2. It's 25% off. One of our top-selling products of all time. You have no idea what X2 will do for you until you try it. We have people report constantly, callers, saying all sorts of insane and wonderful things that they've experienced after taking X2. Find out what it will do for you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. 
X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Some pretty bombshell COVID news to get into. And don't for a single second think that it's going away. It certainly is not. In fact, it's only increasing. The restrictive measures that they're taking to combat this, this phantom, this strain of the flu. And Dr. Malone has not ceased his crusade against the people that destroyed our lives with lockdowns, destroyed our economy. With the cessation of international or national trade for a period of several months, just full-on attack against the people of the world, and yet it continues. And, of course, for exposing this and exposing mass formation psychosis, Dr. Malone was the subject of one of these leftist religious fatwas. He was identified as a blasphemer, an enemy of the faith, and was sicked by the dogs of war. But he continues to expose the WEF's agenda of total control through the WHO. So let's go now to Dr. Malone continuing to carry out his righteous crusade against the misinformation, disinformation, and dishonest tactics of those, the highest unelected positions in our new world order. Let's watch. The Western democracies, and they're acting aggressively on it. For instance, there's a bill in the United Nations right now asserting that in the case of a public health emergency, a new constitution that the UN would create would circumvent, be placed over all of the Western democracy constitutions. They want to create a system in which they can use a public health emergency, which is whatever they decide it is, just like the definition of mis- and disinformation. They want to be able to use a public health emergency to justify suspending the constitution of all the Western democracies and implementing the things that they want, which includes the digital ID, QR codes, tracking on your cell phone, and the PRC uh, branded you know, social credit system which we've now learned in Justin Trudeau's guidance, will destroy the banking system. I mean, that's what, that's what brought those policies in Canada down, was it was people, high net worth individuals and average people, realizing that the banking system had been weaponized in China. There was, I mean, in, in Canada, there was no longer a safe harbor, and they pulled their money out of TD Bank and the other Canadian banks. And that started to crash the entire economic system of Canada. That's why Justin Trudeau backed down. And that's the system that the World Economic Forum wants to foist on all of us. And in my opinion, it's time to wake up 
and stand your ground and flush out these WEF people that have been placed all through our government. Gavin Newsom, Inslee in Washington, Pete Buttigieg, it goes on and on and on. They are throughout our government at the state level and the national level. They are in tech. They are in banking. This has been a 30-year campaign by the World Economic Forum to place their trainees throughout the Western democracies in positions of leadership. And here's my point in closing on that. Is your public, are you willing to let the same people that have totally bungled the management of this outbreak control your life? Are you willing to give up your freedom to let these people control you? Speaking for myself, the answer is hell no. (laughs) Powerful, amazing stuff from Dr. Robert Malone. And of course, he's exactly right. This is a conspiracy in the strictest sense of the word. It is powerful forces gathering together in secret to discuss and plan out their actions into the future and then to disseminate into the powerful positions of governmental or corporate authority in which they act. And to use those positions of power not to serve the people that put them there, not to serve for their actual function with honor, but instead to serve as agents of this international force whose goal is nothing less than the subjugation of every human being under their technocratic constant surveillance and total control. They announce this. They have told you this. When they tell you who they are, you should probably believe them. And, of course, so much of this will be predicated on so-called health emergencies. Now, of course, we know that they'll already at this point are calling climate change and racism health emergencies. That will invoke these emergency response measures. But also, what if a real epidemic hits? What if a real pandemic hits? What if people start dying left and right with seemingly no end to the destruction what happens then and have they not already at this point injected that literal time bomb into the arms of hundreds of millions of americans here's dr peter mccullough discussing the horrific and apocalyptic outcome of this mass vaccination gene altering effort and the spike protein it is left behind let's watch What kind of advice can you give the people that have taken the vax for whatever reason? They need to be uh, paying attention to their symptoms uh, for sure. I mean, they have to pay attention to leg pain, swelling, chest pain, signs and symptoms. People need an evaluation. The same thing is true for uh, headaches. We know that COVID, the respiratory illness, is a risk. We know the vaccine is almost a super-loaded risk for uh, cardiovascular, neurological, immunological, and and, uh, hematological abnormalities. I think there is a cumulative risk here, Gene. That is, you know, shot one, shot two, get the respiratory illness, have shot three, keep loading the body with the Wuhan spike protein. It's almost certainly going to be cumulative. So if you've had COVID and you've had a booster or two and you get COVID, you should stop. Is that right what you're saying? Don't take another booster. Right. The vaccines are not treatment. Remember, what saves people's lives is early treatment. It prevents right. hospitalizations and death. The vaccines don't have that claim. The FDA has never granted the vaccines the claim that they reduce hospitalizations or death. It's going to get bad, folks. And we're already seeing 
just some of the rumblings of the earthquake that's about to hit. I don't even know where to where to begin here, but I guess we'll start with the latest from uh, Prophet Bill Gates somehow predicts exactly what's happening that comes out of his labs. Just amazing. Uh, Bill Gates warns we have not seen the worst of COVID. Microsoft billionaire says there's way above a 5% risk of pandemic generating more transmissive and even more fatal coronavirus variant. Yeah, just wait until the, you know, spike, spike proteins really get widespread. Wait until the immune systems are completely collapsed. Wait until hepatitis becomes endemic and we just start seeing death on a scale unprecedented in the modern world. Now, whether you will actually hear about the effects or not, sort of still up in the air as more and more restrictions to language are being introduced. Here's the story from yesterday at Infowars.com. UK's General Medical Council to restrict what doctors can say online. UK's General Medical Counselor uh, Council has updated the Hippocratic Oath to reflect current sensorial times. The updated draft will prohibit doctors from spreading misinformation online. So you, will, you will now take an oath to curtail your own observations and your own beliefs in favor of the approved messaging from on high. So again, just complete outrageous intrusion into free speech this time in the medical industry. But of course, this has been happening for a little while now. Bombshell story at Daily Mail. CDC and FDA altered COVID guidance while under pressure. Bombshell report claims the CDC and FDA altered COVID guidance and even suppressed findings while under political pressure. Bombshell report suggests a whistleblower or whistleblower employees say they feared retaliation if they spoke up. Federal investigators interviewed top level directors and managers at agency agencies. They also opened a hotline for employees to report political interference. The Government Accountability Office uncovered widespread allegations of this. They raised fears that COVID violence uh, guidance may have been altered or suppressed. The GAO warned that none of the agencies had systems in place for reporting allegations, said they failed to train staff in how to report or spot political interference. So yes, the information that was able to get out from COVID was altered politically. It's not surprised us here at InfoWars. But it was to such a level that whistleblowers found they were intimidated in, uh, out of even talking about what was going on until now, two years later, when the damage has been done and they can come forward. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us. Word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is 
bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier. You have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I'm going to give out the number later in this segment, taking your calls throughout the third hour today. Let's continue to talk about COVID and the rumblings now of major catastrophe ahead as a result of what has already been injected into the populations of the world. Now, there's no sign of this slowing down. In fact, Canada just announced they'd be producing something like 100 million COVID vaccine doses, which is more than enough to inject every person in Canada twice. More than that. More than enough, right? So they're still pushing it. It's, it's going to become a regular thing. No sign of slowing down anytime soon. So expect to be encouraged to get your COVID vaccine every six months for the rest of your life. Because if you get one, you will be required to get the next. You know, your, your immune system is now a subscription service. Huge, huge profits to the uh, pharmaceutical companies that are making these. But some interesting things, by interesting, of course, I mean horrifying things, are coming out following these injections from Andrew Bostom, N.D., MD, uh, stillbirths and infant deaths double in Iceland in 2021, raising questions of vaccine safety. Here's some charts that you can actually learn something from. Stillbirths and deaths within one year per 1,000 live births with a massive spike in 2021. Here again, you see the upward trajectory from 2021 after what had been a stable or even in, in uh, decreasing uh, pattern previously. Here's the story from an Icelandic newspaper called Fretten.is. Stillbirths and infant mortality rates increased 80% between years. uh, Stillbirths increased in 2021 by eight from the previous year. In 2020, there were nine stillbirths and 17 in 2021. Stillbirths per 1,000 live births increased from 2.0 to 3.5 between years. You need to look back to 2004 to get the same number as 2021. The average stillbirth per 1,000 live children for the last nine years is two per 1,000. The increase is therefore 75% compared to the average of the last nine years before that. So, you know, it's just a massive increase, nearly doubling. In fact, the number of deaths in the first year increased by 100% compared to the average of the previous nine years. So the number of children that died within their first year of life increased by 100%. It doubled in a single year compared to the average of the nine years previously. 
So the same time that we have a rash of heart attacks in athletes by the hundreds, heart attacks in little children as young as eight years old, hepatitis as a result of spike protein gathering in the liver and as a result of the natural immune system being incapable of dealing with what was before very easily overcome in moderate diseases, adenoviruses, they're called. Now you have a pandemic of stillbirths in a country like Iceland, which has a small enough population and an advanced enough technological infrastructure that these numbers can be thoroughly relied on. You have all of these seemingly random occurrences coinciding with the increased death rates, as noted by insurance companies, of up to 40%. All of these things, hap- all of these things happening at the same time Is it too much to speculate that they might have a single source, that all of these various mysterious and unexplained illnesses cropping up at exactly the same time in populations that were previously among the healthiest in the world, that is young people, athletes, and others? It'd be pretty astonishing. You know, it's the type of thing where if you were to present this to a scientist a thousand years from now, say, this hepatitis outbreak with this liver disease is happening at the same time that these heart attacks are increasing, the same time that little kids are getting myocarditis, the same time that stillbirths and infant deaths are increasing. Scientists probably say there's this is too it's they're too widespread. It's too I mean that's a lot of stuff. There's no way this can be a single source. There must have been something else happening. It's a coincidence all these are aligning. But then what if you told him, well, the year previous to that, there had been a massive global campaign of inoculation where billions of people around the world were injected with an experimental gene-altering injection, gene therapy, that hadn't been tested yet. Scientists would go, oh, well, that's it. (laughs) Oh, well, that's the cause. I mean, it seemed crazy that all these things, but but if you're telling me that the entire world went through a medical experiment at the exact same time, then obviously that's it, right? It's not, not some big leap of logic. This isn't some big speculation. It is the self-evident and obvious outcome. I could be wrong. There could be various coincidences all taking place. You know, we just don't know. But, you know, we live in a world now where we'll never get the straight answer. If it is the vax, they will never, ever admit it. So you can just ignore what they say. You can just know that whatever you're hearing from them is not and cannot be the truth. They're legally precluded from telling you what the reality is. So if I'm wrong, I'd love to be proven wrong. But in the current state of the media, there's no reason for me to ever believe what they say. And that's just the way it is. They're very concerned that we don't trust them anymore, but they keep lying. So this is the, the obvious response to have. They lied about the mask. They lied about the lockdowns. They lied about social distancing. They lied about sanitizing surfaces. They lied about plastic barriers. They lied about the origin of COVID. They lied about it being lab-made. They lied about the vaccine effectiveness. They lied about the vaccine safety. They lied about the vaccine side effects. They lie about everything. So I'd love to live in a world where you see a bunch of suspicious stuff and you go, there's no way, this has to be the vaccine. And then they say, well, actually, you know, here's what happened and here's what happened. And you go, oh, okay, because I trust you. I trust you that if it was the vaccine, you would tell me it was the vaccine. And since you're telling me it's something else, I, I can buy that. I can believe that. It might seem insane, but, uh, you know, if you, if you have the evidence and you're trustworthy, I, I'd go with that. 
But you know, one thing is absolutely for certain, they will never say if it is the vaccine. If it is the vaccine, they will not say it. If they have incontrovertible proof that is 100% the consequence of nothing but the vaccine, they'll still hide that. So knowing that they'll hide that, you can never trust what they say the outcome is. And that is entirely the fault of the mainstream media and the medical establishment for lying endlessly for the past two years. Here's another set of graphs, which is just shocking and horrific. Jessica Rose on Twitter posts this. We are living in a time where peer, peer review needs peer review and vaccines need vaccines. Censorship needs censorship and freedom needs freedom. This is in a series of charts documenting everything from myocarditis reported to VAERS. Bell's palsy reported to VAERS, spontaneous abortions reported to VAERS, cancers reported to VAERS. It's too small for me to read here. Uh, deaths reported to VAERS, diabetes reported to VAERS. And just another, uh, a number of other you know, conditions as reported to VAERS. Every single one of them I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's not a spike. It's a pillar, right? It's not like, well, it was, it was 10, then it was 15, then it was 12, and now it's 17. Wow, it grew. No, no. It goes from zero to 5,000 or from zero to 3,500 or from about 50 to about 1,600. It goes from about uh, maybe 100, 200 to 10,000. That's cancers reported to VAERS in the past six years. You know, it's a type of thing. This, this graph, this image is an intelligence test. If you can see this and say there's nothing wrong with the COVID vaccine, there's nothing wrong with the side effects from the vaccine, I guess intelligence test isn't the right phrase. It's like a, it's a reality test. It's a, do you have the capability to think for yourself test? I wonder what this looks like to people who trust the vaccine. Like when they see this, is it just like a gray blur to them? When they see the bar graph that goes from 100 to 50 to, to, you know, 150 to 10,000, do they find that strange? It's the same question we were asking on, Election night 2020, when you saw the massive jump of Joe Biden votes all at once in one particular precinct after midnight with zero votes for Donald Trump. If you could see that and say there's nothing wrong, if you can see this chart and I say identify the oddity here and you go, I don't see one. It doesn't exist. It's the emperor's new clothes. Of course you see it. Of course you recognize this is happening. It's just the implications are too terrifying for you to comprehend. And that's fine, but you need to get over that. You need to understand that this is real. These charts reflect reality. And what they expose is a campaign of total destruction on the human race being covered up by every major major industry and corporation in this country. And that is terrifying, but it's also very true. The average person on the face of this incredible planet is still unaware that there's a war between free individuals and nation states on one side and the globalists on the other who are literally trying to create a post-human world. From the United States to Brazil, and of course triggered by the Brexit in the UK, nations were pulling out of the private, corporate, fascist world government. That's why they launched their Great Reset. And their program after collapsing us of Build Back Better. 
This is nothing more than a top-down vertical consolidation of the world economy. And because they couldn't take our guns, and because we wouldn't bow, because the left, which is the ideology of this world government system, couldn't win, they released a biological weapon on us. Now we know, two years ago, we learned about it about 20 months ago. It's that simple. They can't beat us because of our free speech and our guns. So the global corporate combine released COVID-19, and you know this is history. Expose this paradigm, and we win. It's a need for a great reset. Most of us aren't aware of just how much global trade means by a thread. Folks, the unexplained fires and destruction of food processing plants around this country and around the world continues to be another unexplained coincidental phenomenon taking place that happens to, out of sheer coincidence and just outright randomness, coincides 100% perfectly with the previously stated plans of the global elite to starve us into submission. Coincidence or operation i guess that's up for you to decide but this was revealed last week's people started looking into this and realizing there was something like 28 food processing plants destroyed in just the last few weeks here in america again coinciding perfectly with the other exacerbating factors of the global supply chain whether it's countries locking down and no longer exporting key materials whether it's the supply chain uh, backup that occurs in places like Shanghai when it's placed under COVID lockdown or whether it's the Long Island uh, or Long Beach, rather, California shutdown caused by the unions there that, again, restricted the ability for transportation of necessary products. Here's the latest. Chesapeake fire responds to industrial uh, fire at Purview Farms, Purdue Farms facility. Fire took place at Purdue Farms facility in the South Norfolk area of Chesapeake Saturday evening. Firefighters received a call after a plant operator acknowledged and verified a fire at the location. All employees of the area were evacuated. A large soybean processing tank with flames showing from the top. Firefighters climbed multiple flights of stairs using multiple fire lines to battle the fire. It was under control as of 9.48 p.m., but just another in a very, very long litany of destruction at various food processing plants you also have this company fined 44,000 pounds after 27,000 chickens die after overheating after farm ventilator failure a company that manages poultry farms has been fined after a computer malfunction in a broiler shed ventilation system caused the death of more than 27,000 chickens this happening on the 28th of april is that a hack attack very well may be and of course 
the real consequence of this, as we have talked about on InfoWars since long, long before this was even on the radar of most media outlets, is the inevitable consequence. And again, it's just think like the globalist in scenario planning. Imagine a scenario and just play out logically how this would occur. What happens when the first world loses its ability to produce food? We will no longer export any food. We will no longer be able to support nations all around the world who cannot support themselves. It's going to cause chaos and disruption there. And already there are some riots going on in South America, whether these are food riots or just Antifa communist riots. It's a little vague, but they both serve the same purpose, isn't it? Cause destruction, cause chaos, destroy what little reserves you have, justify state intervention, call for uh, you know, cooperation and help from globalist superstructures. And now the IMF reports this. Rising food and fuel prices stoke risk of unrest in Africa. Surging food and energy prices stoked by the war in Ukraine may lead to social unrest in Africa. The IMF has warned most countries south of the Sahara are already seeing a slowdown in economic growth last, from last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And the impact will be amplified by the rising cost of cereals and food, it said on Thursday. Third world chaos and collapse is coming. will only lead to first world trouble and collapse as well. We'll get into it. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Year to year, meat, fish, poultry, and eggs jumped almost 14%. Used cars and trucks up 35%. Gas up 48%. Blame a tangle of pressures. Supply chain issues, trucks waiting up to 30 hours to cross from Mexico into Texas. Labor shortfalls. Clip 25 after this, please. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, <laughs> everything. No, it really has been a tough uh, first year for you, so funny. And, and sh- oh, it's so funny. So hilarious, this. Isn't it so funny how you can't afford to go on vacation anymore? Isn't it hilarious when you have to take your kid out of private school because you can't afford it and put his entire future in jeopardy because the actions of the Biden administration? I mean, they think it's hilarious. They think it's very, very funny what they're doing to the American people and the people around the world. Hysterical even. As Bloomberg reports, the average family now spending $5,000 per year extra just based on inflation, and this has nothing to do with the severe food shortage that we're about to see, whether it's the fertilizer shortage or the collapse of yields in various different crops, soybeans in South America to wheat in Russia, the Ukraine war and the sanctions that America is imposing also damaging this. I mean, it's an attack from all fronts. Again, if you think this is all just happening spontaneously and coincidentally, just pull your head out of your ass, man. I mean, it's just so obvious at this point. When they spend five years telling you to eat bugs and telling you you're going to have to stop, you know, wasting so much carbon on the food you need to survive, when they're telling everybody that we're going to have to move into a new world order, where we exercise central control. I mean, 
they tell you they're doing it, they do it, it happens, you suffer, and yet you can't identify what's happening. Now, IMF reports rising fuel and uh, food prices stoke risk of unrest in Africa, saying that already they're seeing an economic slowdown from last year. It will now only be amplified by the rising cost of cereals and fuel, it said on Thursday. Fuel increase – Uh, Fuel increases feed into transportation costs, and people providing goods and services will raise their prices because they're now facing higher input costs. All of this, of course, happening at the behest of the World Economic Forum, the IMF itself, and various other globalist organizations who only stand to benefit from the death and misery that's now spreading around the world. The IMF report placed a spotlight on the price of wheat. After all, Africa is dependent on imports for 85% of its wheat consumption, and this dependence is especially high in Tanzania, Ivory Coast, Senegal, and Mozambique, in Botswana, Lesotho, uh, Mauritius, and Cape Verde. Imported wheat, rice, and corn, also called maize, account for more than 40% of their caloric intake, the IMF said. You know, but luckily, there's these bread baskets in... uh, Africa that just produce huge amounts of food, just massive production, hugely you know, beneficial to the African continent. It's these amazing food-rich agricultural societies uh, like Rhodesia. It's now Zimbabwe and South Africa. I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, they destroyed the farms. Oh, so they can't support themselves? Oh, so this is all manufactured. Okay, got it. Never mind then. Never mind. Sorry. I, I last got my news in the um, late 1980s. When Africa was uh, self-sufficient um, before the uh, righteous Rainbow Coalition decided to uh, starve its people and become utterly and completely dependent on the international community. Sorry, my bad. My bad. I thought there were still you know, uh, food baskets in, uh, in Africa, but those don't exist anymore because they were white people who were doing it. Incredible. New government map shows nearly all of the West is in drought and it's not even summer yet. Quote, this is unprecedented. In an unprecedented move, Southern California officials declared a water shortage emergency and asked roughly 6 million residents to limit all outdoor watering to just once a week. Saying, quote, we knew climate change would stress water supplies. We've been preparing for it, but we did not know it would happen this fast. Gloria Gray, chairwoman of the Metropolitan Water District Board of Directors. And just in the, in the exact same way uh, that forest fires are treated in California, they do absolutely nothing to address the actual causes of this sort of stuff. With forest fires, it's things like the aging and decrepit uh, emergency or um, rather electric grid there in California, the failure to prune the forest and clear it of flammable debris. So they let the forest fire rage, burns, you know, trees that are, were saplings when Christ walked on the earth. And then they say, this is climate change's fault. You need to stop eating meat and driving cars. This is, this is the world that we live in. It's just like they cause problems, and they already have a prefabricated excuse for what that problem is. It has nothing to do with what the problem actually is. The solutions they claim to those problems do nothing but restrict your freedoms, solve no issues, and only give them more excuses to implement more of these measures. It's a cyclical feedback loop of destruction. Same with the drought, right? You've got like almond farmers 
these other people in, in desert conditions with these vast fields of crops. And they're like, you need to stop showering. And this really, this is the fault of climate change. So, you know, we need to implement carbon controls and have a social credit score and monitor your phone calls and, and stop you from driving too much. It's just like, why don't you just deal with the water issue? Why don't you deal with the forest fire issue that's caused by all the things that you ignore? Why don't you deal with the water issue that's caused by all of your policies and all of your corporate greed? But no, no, no. You're not going to have any water. Your house will burn down in a fire and they'll spend $45 billion so the junkies can shoot up in public on Skid Row. That's the world under liberalism. And it's only getting worse. We're going to open up your phone lines for calls this hour. Give us a call at 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now at American Journal about whatever topic you want that we've discussed today. You know, I did the, I did the math, actually. Since we're talking about the people in power just doing absolutely nothing to solve the real problems in this country, there was a pretty – viral set of clips that went out that were just images of American cities. In this case, uh, clip 39 that we have, uh, Detroit, not Ukraine, with the post, while billions of dollars is sent to Ukraine, nothing's being sent to Detroit or Philadelphia, which look like the scenes of apocalyptic zombie movies, just total collapse, misery, and destitution. And uh, we don't have any money to... that fix that we don't have any money to to deal with those problems but we do have the excess excess cash to send 33 billion dollars in this particular tranche of weapons to ukraine which then just immediately disappear as soon as they cross the border to be either used against russian soldiers used against ukrainian civilians in order to blame russian soldiers or maybe just being sold to terrorist groups in the middle east by the nazis that we give the weapons to Whatever's happening, the one thing you can be absolutely sure of is that $33 billion will do absolutely nothing to help the American people, and that's the best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, these weapons sent to Ukraine get us embroiled in a world war that sees nuclear weapons raining down on Detroit. But hell, a nuclear weapon can only do so much damage. 50 years of Democrat rule has left Detroit in a way worse situation than Nagasaki or Hiroshima are in these days. Maybe getting hit with a nuclear bomb is exactly what the American city needs. Start fresh and clean. I don't know. 50 years since the nuclear bomb dropped and Hiroshima and Nagasaki are beautiful, livable places. Detroit, after 50 years of liberal ownership, is in the state you see on screen now. I did the math. $33 billion is about $50,000 for every single man, woman, and child in the city of Detroit. You could send a $50,000 check to every single resident of the city of Detroit, regardless of race, color, creed, or age, the money that we're sending to Ukraine to buy weapons to kill Russian soldiers to get us involved in war. If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prince that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because uh, you are
are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public is lost, how the culture and the media has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their great reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of phone calls pouring in. Lots of people want to talk about all sorts of stuff. Go to uh, Michael in Nevada. Nevada. I always forget. I always forget the real way to pronounce it. Beautiful state, though. Thanks for calling in, Michael. You are on the air. Hi. Nevada or Nevada? Oh, uh, Nevada, Nevada. Model, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I really enjoy your show. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Thank you. You know, I've been listening to you guys for a while. Um, and I'm just curious. Uh, there's a there's a channel on band.video, counterspinmedia.com. Um, com. I'm wondering if wondering if you're uh, familiar with that at all. Uh, I'm not. I I I know the name, but I'm I'm not super familiar with it. Why? Oh well, his name is uh, Kenneth Scott. He's the one that runs the channel. Um, and he's had some great interviews with a guy named Kenneth Alp. Um, that's part of. I believe it's uh, Jim Stone University, the DeVita Society. And it's just, uh, it's really good information, especially with what you guys promote, um, you know, this alternative society to which we uh, we live in now. But that's all. I was just wondering. Well, that's great. Maybe you could take a look at it and maybe report on it sometime. You know, it, it's 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 honestly sad. We we have these channels on Bandai Video. I'm not super familiar with, but... They're incredible. So thank you for your suggestion. Everybody else can go to band.video uh, whenever, you know, at your pleasure. Wait till, wait till the show's over, obviously, but uh, whenever you feel like, go, to, go over to band.video and check out Counterspin Media Channel, uh, just one of dozens of amazing channels we have on band.video. 
I do this all day, every day, and I don't even have time to, to find out all this stuff. There's so much content on a daily basis. They're on Bandad Video. And, of course, it's all brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com as we rage against the machine, as it were. And, um, you know, the, the hit piece – I said I was going to cover it today, but honestly it's just not, it's not that important. The, the latest hit piece from Daily Mail is a direct attack on Bandad Video because they kick us off YouTube – we say, that's not fair. They say, go make your own YouTube. So we go, okay, and so we do. We create our own YouTube. We have our own platform where we can talk about stuff, and that's, that's also bad. That's, that's bad, too. We can't do that either. You kicked off YouTube. Go make your own YouTube. You, we do. Well, no, not like that. Don't do that. Don't make your own YouTube that's successful and powerful and has banned content. You have to submit to us everywhere that you go and in everything that you do. It'll never be enough for this insatiable monster we call the left wing. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Bone Crusher in FEMA Region 10. Thanks for calling in, Bone Crusher. You're on the air. Um, so, yeah, I want to talk about up here in Washington State, we've got uh, our governor has just uh, – so we have legal marijuana. Let me start with that. That's The state gets a cut of the tax out of. So um, all of the legislature that they're doing now – I'm sorry that I even said marijuana. I've already have to catch myself. You're a racist. We can't say, yes, exactly. We can't say marijuana anymore because it is racist. It has to be cannabis now. So anything that is in like any state documents, any state legislature, anything that's in the stores, anything like that has to be cannabis now. Nothing can be marijuana. None of the companies can be labeled marijuana. It all has to be cannabis instead of marijuana now because marijuana is racist. Remember it's that. racist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course it is. You know, it's uh, I might not be racist in, in any other thing that I do or say, but I use the word marijuana specifically because I, I just have an intrinsic hate for Hispanic people. Like that's how ridiculous these things are. I did see this. Washington state lawmakers ban the use of the word marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah, it's now, crazy. You know what that's based on, right, Bone Crusher? Um, I honestly don't know exactly. I don't even want to look that much into it. I just saw it and couldn't believe it. You tell me what's going on. So it, it actually has some basis in reality. It's just they take it so far out of context that it becomes as ridiculous as anything else. But originally when they wanted to ban uh marijuana when they wanted to ban cannabis in like the 1930s and you had the whole uh reefer madness propaganda campaign it was actually a concerted decision made by i can't remember the guy's name right now the crew probably knows uh but the the main propagandist who was behind the effort to get uh marijuana illegalized chose the word marijuana to make it sound foreign and mexican uh so uh, Americans would would be against it more. So it actually has some basis in reality that it was sort of a racist impetus to first start calling it marijuana. But again, it's like it's from the 1930s and it has no effect now. And it's just the name of the plant. Nobody even thinks of it as. Yeah, no one uses it in a racist way. It's not it's not I, an exotic word whatever. anymore, right? It's just it's just the word that it is. Hey, but the good no, news well, is, well, you know, you ganja, uh, sticky, icky, weed, pot. The good herb. I mean, there's plenty of things to call it still, <laughs> but calling it marijuana is racist. Okay, glad glad we all uh, understand that. Thanks so much for the for the call, Bone Crusher. It's just another pointless measure by the leftist to virtue signal against racists that died a hundred years ago. Incredible. Thanks so much for that, Washington. You're you're so brave. Uh, let's go to Alvin <laughs> in Austin. Thanks for calling in, Alvin. You're on the air. Just real quick, it's Harry J. Anslinger. 
Harry J. Anslinger. Right. That's the uh, propagandist, yes. Yeah, and I just want to say um, uh, the, the most uttered phrase on InfoWars by InfoWars host is, I don't remember the, I can't recall the, I, I don't know this thing. I don't have it in front of me. It's crazy how little work you people do. Oh, um, so, no, 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 it's never... great. Shut up, Alvin. Hold on. Bring Alvin down. Uh, it's amazing how we do all of this off the top of our heads. It's amazing how we have no teleprompter. It's amazing how we do remember 99% of things. And if I can't remember the guy's exact name, it doesn't diminish the point that I was making. Uh, and also, I'm not going to waste time to look this up in the middle of a show. So, yeah, isn't it amazing that we take calls about literally any and all topic and that we recall off the top of our heads uh, facts from history, whether it's 100 years ago or 1,000 years ago? Isn't it amazing that we do this all off the cuff and on live television in front of millions of people? Thanks, Alvin. I appreciate uh, your input. Let's go to uh, Tim in Seattle who wants to encourage uh, the world to be better info warriors. Thanks for calling in, Tim. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I just want to encourage everybody to buy and get a bullhorn and get loud, get annoying, make sure that you are heard. We don't have much time, but the only time we got is right now, and you can't go into the future and come back to now and thinking that you could have done something. Now is the time. All you got to do is just to alert the masses, break your conditioning by breaking their conditioning and breaking their conditioning and breaking their conditioning. Batteries aren't expensive. Bullhorns aren't expensive considering what we're facing. That's all I really wanted to say. 100%. Well, and every, everybody, uh, everybody, at least on Twitter, knows Tim in Seattle. He's a man who lives what he preaches, and you're always out there bullhorning and uh, doing what you're encouraging everybody else to do. And, man, if we had 10,000 people like Tim out there, I mean, hell, we got 13,000 watching right now. If every single one of you spent some time this week in spreading the message and spreading the word, do you have any idea how powerful that can be? lighting brush fires of liberty in people's minds around the world. And, you know, bullhorning is one way to do it. Hanging, uh, hanging banners over highways is another way to do it. Just getting in conversations with people is a third way to do it. Everybody has a phone. Go out and buy a $15 microphone. Start doing man-on-the-street interviews and just talk to these people one-on-one. Post it. We'll play it on here. You can change the world, folks. It's a powerful weapon against the enemy. We'll be right back. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal. 
with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Still a lot more to talk about in this episode of American Journal. Taking your calls this segment and the next as well. Unfortunately, one of these stories just made me think that we're, we're in the wrong market. Kind of upsetting, actually. Men who identify as feminists more than twice as likely to use erectile dysfunction medication, study says. Damn it. We're, we're advertising to the wrong constituency here. It's not our audience that needs super male vitality and uh, alpha male. It's, it's the other side. Dang it. Can you imagine how much we'd be selling? Not that, not that these things are erectile dysfunction medications. Anything that has to do with your vitality and manliness. It's like we're, it's like we're selling refrigerators to Eskimos here. <laughs> we have the most testosterone-ridden manly crew in existence. So even if you don't need it, folks, there's plenty of gifts for your liberal, liberal friends at InfoWarsStore.com. You might be perfectly healthy. You might be <laughs> able to satisfy all demands. Of your loved ones. But unfortunately, there's tens of thousands of male feminists out there. Need a little bit of help. They need a little bit of need a little bit of that juice. <laughs> uh, feminist men report higher rates of erectile dysfunction medication than non-feminist men, according to new research published in the Journal of Sex Research. I have research interests in both masculinity and sexuality, the study author. Says, previous research has shown a connection between concerns about masculinity on one hand and the use of erectile dysfunction medication on the other. So I wanted to further investigate this topic and see what other factors may be related to the use of erectile dysfunction medication. The study examined data provided by 1,015 cisgender men for the 2018 Sex in Canada survey. As part of the survey, they, asked, they were asked whether they used any medications designed to help them attain or maintain during their sexual encounter, their survey also asked, do you consider yourself to be a feminist? Researchers found that feminist men were more than twice as likely to report the use of erectile dysfunction medication than the non-feminist. Ah, so sad. Huge numbers, actually. One out of five men who consider themselves feminist, more or less, report having to use erectile dysfunction. It's very sad. No other contributing factors were, were noticed in this. Seems to strictly be mindset it's very sad <laughs> it's very sad folks it's, it's difficult for us i guess we're fighting an uphill battle here selling supplements to people that are healthy and happy and living their lives in a positive way if only we were selling to the miserable pathetic masses of liberals probably be selling out but of course they don't buy these supplements that's probably why they feel so impotent Various different ways. <laughs> but of course, everybody needs something. Everybody has something in their life that is uh, not 100%. If you are a victim of aging, if you have to experience the ceaseless march of time, then there's probably something you can benefit from at the InfoWars store. Supplements like bodies to ease your aches and pains or things like Alpha Power or Super Male Vitality both of which, unfortunately, you have to go on the waiting list for now. But if you did auto-ship 
then you're not having to wait for anything. Make sure to click auto ship when you do buy supplements. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get the Survival Shield X2. You can also get up to 50% off the new gold bars that we're selling. If you buy three of them, you get up to 50% off. That is a huge saving on a beautiful little piece of art that supports InfoWars and is a piece of literally solid gold savings that you can put in a safe and bring out when it's time to uh, barter after the apocalypse or give it to your grandchildren as an heirloom. Whatever you choose to do, you can get up to 50% off when you buy three, and they are gorgeous little gold bars. Infowarsstore.com. Support us, won't you please? I'm going to cover this one story before going out to your phone calls because it's kind of important to know this sort of stuff. Gender and not that I even need to read you this article. It should be self-evident from just everything you know already about transgenderism. But gender-affirming surgeon admits children who undergo transition before puberty never attain sexual satisfaction. Look, we talk a lot about degeneracy and these people who define themselves by their sexual activity or their, their particular alternative lifestyle. But we here at InfoWars, we've never been on the, the current band, bandwagon that seems to be so popular of being like totally against sex, being totally against like fun, all this sort of stuff. We're still libertarian at our heart and we still celebrate the beautiful, wonderful human and life-affirming things that God gave us, one of which is the unparalleled joy of sexual contact. <laughs> Trying to be as diplomatic here as possible. But God gave us really beautiful things to enjoy in our lives, whether it's music or romance or anything of the sort. It's this type of stuff that the left is desperate to destroy, and it's incredibly bizarre. You've got these people who define themselves by their sexual activity as being the champions of a procedure that will destroy a child's ability to ever experience this totally human joy. Other animals don't get joy out of fornication. Like they say dolphins do. It's like the one other animal that does it for pleasure. But can you imagine? I mean, it's just horrific. And again, it's not like you need to know this. It's like, yeah, no, duh. You're going to castrate a child. Obviously, they're never going to have sexual satisfaction. Like, they're never going to be able to experience that. You know, and to me, this is, you know, this is like saying, oh, yeah, my, my kid is a, is a girl, but she likes to play with truck toys, so we're going to deafen her for life, right? We're gonna, she'll, she'll never hear music ever in the rest of her life. They are precluding one of the greatest experiences that man can, can engage in to these poor kids for the rest of their lives. They will never, ever, 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 ever experience sexual function or experience orgasm. An observation that I had, said Bowers, every single child who was or adolescent who was truly blocked at stage at Tanner stage two, which is the beginning of physical development, when hormones begin their work of advancing a child to adulthood, they never experience orgasm. I mean, it's really about zero. Kids literally don't even know what they're giving up when they go under the knife in this way. 
And it's just, again, it's just an example of this religion that the left is, uh, adheres to who just in a myriad of different ways destroys the things that make life worth living and destroys the things that bring joy to human beings. No kid deserves to have the ability to ever experience physical love robbed from them while they're still a child. But that's standard practice for these people. Pretty horrific in my opinion. Pretty damn horrific indeed. Bowers proudly advertised the fact that she's both delivered 2,000 babies and performed 2,000 castrations on biological men who identify as transgender. Performing vaginoplasties is recognized as a pioneer in the field of gender-affirming surgery. As such, Bowers or Bowers spoke to the assembly about teen transitions. In 2015, ABC called Bowers the first openly transgender person in the world to perform transgender surgery, knowing that Marcy was born as Mark and always felt as if she were a woman trapped in a man's body. Bowers fathered three children before having gender-affirming surgery and called that process incredible. Just horrific. I, I, you know... You are castrating a child, so I, you know, I guess, I guess when it comes to inevitable outcomes, that's going to be at the top of the list. Another reason to oppose these absolute psychopaths in their attempt to destroy everything that makes us human. Why do my enemies hate me so much? Why do the globalists hate you so much? Why do they hate America so much? Because it's an idea of freedom that their tyrannical system that they're pushing cannot coexist with. It's very, very simple. For their world government, their anti-human, post-human eugenic system to flourish, freedom and liberty and due process and justice and God-fearing systems must fail. So sure, you didn't start a fight with Bill Gates. You didn't start a fight with David Rockefeller. You didn't start a fight with the UN. They started a fight with you. And they're not going to back down and they're not going to go away. And they're not going to ever stop their attacks until they have the fear of God put into them. But the average person still doesn't even know about the New World Order or about globalism or about corporate fascism. And it's not until people understand that and that we're under attack we have any chance of beating these people. The UN estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
right, welcome back, folks. We'll go uh, straight out to your phone calls this segment. I did just happen to scroll Twitter during the break and found a couple things relating to the, what I was just talking about, this story about how gender-affirming surgery uh, renders children completely incapable of sexual satisfaction. Mary Harrington at Move In Circles on Twitter says, protect trans kids. In other words, turning healthy children into infertile and orgasmic figureheads for a Gnostic ideology of mind over matter. Well said. Well put. And then just under that, you have this meme. Is it a boy or a girl? We'll let the kindergarten teacher decide. <laughs> we'll give it over to the age in the state, and they'll pervert them in whichever direction they desire. Amazing. Let's go to your phone calls now. Bob in West Virginia is called in about the disinformation board. Thank you for calling in, Bob. You're on the air. Mr. Harrison Smith. Good morning. Just want to say uh, God bless InfoWars. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm calling about the uh, disinformation board. Okay. And I think it's uh, quite telling that a few administrations back, the uh, Smith-Munt Act was, uh, wasn't repealed, but uh, it was adjusted. And it took out the uh, penalties for propaganda right. run domestically through the media. So <clears throat> the very government that wants to delve into people's personal messages and information exchanges um, takes away the accountability of, you know, basically what is the uh, majority of, of information disseminated, the, the mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a slow boil, man. I mean, this is this is the boiling of the frogs. Remember, get your save the frogs hat at infowarsstore.com. It's not just about atrazine, it's also about the reference to that old scientific experiment that says if you boil frogs, if you throw a frog in boiling water, it jumps out, but if you slowly increase the heat on a boiling frog, it doesn't notice the change until it's too late. And that's such a apt metaphor for the way that the globalists work. They slowly but surely introduce these little incremental adjustments to your freedoms until suddenly you look around and realize you're boiling to death. You are, you're dying. You're, you're, it's, it's been enacted. You didn't notice for all those little steps. That's where we're here to point out that these little steps are not just meaningless, you know, advancements, meaningless little progress into the future. No, they're all just bricks placed piece by piece, walling us in like the cask of Amontillado. You've yeah. Got to, you've got to be aware totally of this is going uh, on, yeah. Uh, one more thing I wanted to touch on was, uh, you know, we, we kind of uh, mock Twitter. Uh, uh, we, we watch it, uh, you know, rise and fall. And uh, we all pointed to the fact that, you know, it was because it became a, an echo chamber. And uh, I just like to press upon uh, the info warriors out there that you know the same is true for us. If if if, if we don't follow the advice of some of these great great people who are going out here and trying to spread the word outside of the uh, the choir, so to speak, you know, uh, uh, yeah, we're never gonna we're we're, we're gonna follow the the same uh, path as Twitter and and you know. No, you're exactly yeah. You're exactly right. I mean, we can do as much as we possibly can, but we are often speaking to the choir, right? A lot of people that are watching us right now sort of already know a lot of this stuff, but they're getting you know the up to date advancement. You know, this is this is basically a 
a war dispatch, right, telling you the arraignment of the forces and where various fronts are being advanced and where others are falling back. Like this is just a uh, a wartime broadcast about the advancements of the uh, two forces. But to actually be involved in this fight yourself, you have to take this information and get into the real world, share it with your friends, be unafraid to speak out against what you see in your own life as being obviously wrong. And it can be a risky thing to do, but the the real risk you're taking is the destruction of your country and your ability to ever speak up again. That's the real risk that we face right now by being silent in the face of this. You know, there's no there's no point in, in you know ostracizing yourself from your fellows. You know, if your coworkers are all mindless idiots, you know, just talk to them about Game of Thrones. Whatever, talk to them about what's on HBO. Like, you know, some of these people are, are not. It's not worth it to like you know, brand yourself as some, you know, crazy person by being like, you know, just coming at them with the most extreme stuff. But you can always sort of just introduce these ideas just for bring up, like, isn't it crazy, this disinformation board? Like, they want to monitor Americans' conversations and be able to determine what's fake and what's not. Like, just bringing that up, you know, just like if you're reading a news story and you just go, this is ridiculous. You see what they're doing here? Can you believe this? Like, you know, that's, that's not, you know, it's, it's not grabbing a bullhorn and, and, uh, you know, yelling at crowds, but it can be very, very effective in just opening people's minds. And they'll go, the, the what board? I haven't heard of that. What's happening? You just go, yeah, they're creating this disinformation governance board. The Department of Homeland Security is going to censor people. I think that's kind of crazy, don't you? But a lot of coworkers go, yeah, that's kind of messed up, actually. I don't, I don't know if I like that. You can make a big difference. Again, lighting these little brush fires of liberty. Every candle can light a thousand other candles. We can shed light on this shadowy world. Let's go. Uh, thanks so much for the call, Bob. I do appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Mike in Idaho. I'm intrigued by what you want to talk about. Thanks for calling in, Mike. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Have you read The Four Agreement? No. What is that? It's a book by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, I think that's his name. But essentially, it's it's um, the the opening to it. I think you would like it a lot. It it goes it delves into this idea that we're all living in our own personal dream, whether we're awake or we're asleep. And then there's a larger dream outside of ourselves. It's society's dream, and you know your nation's dream, your culture's dream, your school's dream, your community's dream, right? But those things are all essentially we're experiencing reality as a dream through mm-hmm. our brain, right? Right. And so it's this idea of it's really just an introduction to a different frame of perspective when looking at the ways that they're trying to, you know, your previous caller talked about the, the essentially removing of the criminalization of propaganda, right? Right. So if they are literally altering people's consciousness propaganda, they're right. changing, essentially creating hallucinations, right? COVID was arguably a large hallucination. Mm. Uh, you know, it's an interesting frame. And the first, the introduction to that book, is something I think you and your audience, honestly, but especially you, would find quite interesting. Well, so I, I'll, I just I'll, wanted to tip it to you. Well, thank you very much. I will certainly check that out. I'm, I'm sorry I hadn't heard of it uh, before, but uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. And you're right. You know, we've talked about many times that the way, I mean, your, your reaction to stimulus is determined largely by your hormones, right? What hormones are enacted at at what particular time determines how you feel about certain things, whether an insult just 
brushes off you or whether you get mad and, and want to fight about it. Like that's hormonal regulation that determines your reaction to things. So, you know, especially with their, I mean, they're actively manipulating hormones by adding things to the food and water and, you know, uh, uh, putting people on serotonin reuptake inhibitors and all these sort of just massively hormone disrupting pharmaceuticals, also the uh, endocrine disruptors and that sort of thing. All of this is manipulation of our hormones as well as the dopamine and that sort of stuff that they have programmed social media to take advantage of. So yeah, in a way they are manipulating the basis of our reality in that they're manipulating the dream state in which we all find ourselves. And you're right, the, the wider you know, dream landscape that we all inhabit is just an amalgamation of all of these individual dream states. It's, it's pretty out there, but the people in the power have realized this for a very long time and know very well how to pull the right levers and manipulate uh, these, y- your own interpretation and perception of the world around you in an effort to manipulate your behavior and change the world to uh, correspond more with their desires than with your unadulterated desires. Uh, I think that's going to be it for for calls. We're we're running out of time here, and I don't want somebody to get uh, cut off. But if you're uh, on hold today, call in tomorrow, and we'll make sure to get to you first and foremost. Uh, that's about going to do it for us here at American Journal. Remember, you support everything we do here at Infowars. The fighting that we have to do behind the scenes to just stay online and maintain, you know, a network and a home base at Bandot Video for people to go and find this information. All of the crew. All of the warehouse workers, I mean, everybody in InfoWars is so thankful to the InfoWarriors out there for supporting everything that we do and for helping us to get through this fight. And of course, we're proud to not just be a part of this media outlet, but we're proud to supply you with the supplements that so improve your life. And you hear it from callers every day, practically. I don't know if we had any callers. Well, yeah, we had. We did have a couple callers uh, talk about products today, but almost every day we get callers who just can't say enough about whatever, you know, supplement works for them. Some people, they take body ease and that's a life-changing supplement. Other people take X2 and God only knows what effect that's going to have. All I can tell you is it's going to be positive because you need iodine and this is the best possible iodine you can get. Survival Shield X2, 25% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Support us and we'll keep fighting. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. This one has been very popular. It's sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, if you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super Male and Super Female Vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, We have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that... uh, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those.